0: Bad and bo-
1: Welcome to the Bad and podcast. I'm Bailey. I'm Aaron. And I'm Erica. And we want to make a note today that our podcast is recorded on unceded and unsurrendered Algonquin territory. Great.
2: Thanks for doing that, Bailey. No
1: problem. Thanks for pointing it out, listeners.
2: So, uh, guys, it's been a rough week. How are you feeling? <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I don't read the news
1: anymore. I don't know what I'm going to contribute to this session because I literally just stopped engaging.
0: I, um... I had my period, so there's that. That's good. Well, I'm sober, so <laughs> fuck this shit.
2: <laughs> I know, almost cried at work, so it's fine. Do you it's know what kind fine. of
1: world it is to be sober in right now? It's <laughs> fucked.
2: <laughs> I mean, we'll get into this later, but you and Brad Pitt, man.
1: That's right. I have a lot to talk about with Brad Pitt. I feel like he and I now could just talk about sobriety. Oh,
2: um, Yeah, I had a rough week, but... Uh feeling good now also it's probably because i just taught a spin class and then like i've got that endorphin high that's you good do. so You're i'm gonna crash warm. real hard <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get dark later
1: uh i'm really upset because i got my eyebrows threaded and now i have 150 little zits in my eyebrows from my open pores oh i hate that yeah. it's really annoying yeah i please at me if you have tips to avoid these little
2: zits it's called exfoliating
0: ew <laughs> and don't you have to put on like aloe vera or something i don't like know i got it on? done at the mall you know what they're like oh the mall
1: <laughs> at the booth in the mall
2: <laughs> why
1: i don't that know is so ratchet.
2: <laughs> 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 it is so ratchet and it was
1: at like the, oh the saint laurent right. <laughs> it was super ratchet
2: <laughs> oh goodness Anyway. I mean, at least go to the Benefit Brow Bar at Sephora. Yeah, really?
1: Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know these things. Yeah, the Benefit Brow Bar at Sephora.
2: Or okay. the Anastasia one at Nordstrom. Oh. But the so, brow girl there left, not, so. Not
0: the Curves, like, booth. No. Anymore. No, no. <laughs> but I do use the Anastasia-like um, eyebrow whip. Oh. There's, like, this, this gel whip thing. Yeah, 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 the mascara thingy. Y- it's it's not the mat. It's oh. just the whip. It's just like the product. So I use an angled brush and I go to town. Okay. And if I make a mistake, you know what I do to shape it? I take a flat brush, and I put it in. I use concealer mm-hmm. to fill in like negative space, mm-hmm. okay. so that I could shape it. So okay. that is what you are seeing today. Interesting. I'm, I'm going to watch more tutorials. I um, I have a suggestion. What? Every two weeks, I. At W-I-C-K-E-D. No, it's W I C K D C H I Q. Wicked Chick. (laughs) I, along with um, a fashion platform called Spread, we, every two weeks on Mondays, we host a makeup Twitter chat at 2 p.m. So the last one was this last Monday. The next one will be May 15th at 2 o'clock. Hashtag Spread Style. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah, I follow the few of them. I participate well, like when I can, even because I'm at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I started using Glossier's Boy Brow. Yeah, love it. Okay. Really? The little eyebrow, like the brush with the stuff on it, is mm-hmm. like little, but also Benefit I think has a small one. Okay. Like that. So
0: I I can't I I can't use these helpers. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to stick with the with the old faithful like way to do. I just I the helpers confuse me. Oh,
2: I do powder too sometimes, yeah. well, like for like normal days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going out.
0: Yeah, yeah. A good neutral palette will give you like all the powders you need. Yeah. For that.
1: Uh, well, that's a lot of talk about eyebrows. Well, <laughs>
0: eyebrows. <laughs> from no. your face, they, like they shape Make the face. and break. Yeah. Your face. That, that is
2: false. true. Oh my God. yeah. Let's be honest. And
1: and let's let's just all be grateful for one minute that we did not overpluck in our youth. Yes. You know. Did you overpluck
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah,
1: overpluck Oh,
2: and an overwaxer. Like wow, that was the style. I, it was the style.
1: It was the style. Thin brow, super was It In took brow. a
2: lot of work to get them back to this. Yeah,
1: yeah. I used to have like just like a really round end, and then like a super thin arch. It was a lot, a lot. of
0: Anyways. But as somebody told me once, chickens are plucked, eyebrows are tweezed.
1: Oh. Nice.
0: Wow. Yeah, I like that. It See, sounds a lot more you can elegant. Learn on <laughs> Bad and Should we talk about
1: this weekend feminism?
0: I think we're in avoidance mode because I feel like
1: we're <laughs> procrastinating. <laughs> um, let's talk let's talk about science some more. <laughs> You're just like let's teresa just... manning <sighs> thinks birth control is a sham and as someone who's been actively having sex without a baby for like 12 years i can say it's not a sham
0: it works <laughs> <laughs>
2: so ter- <laughs> teresa
0: manning well that's pretty clear <laughs>
2: i mean like
1: i just do like you to have say. a
2: tiny human that you haven't told us about
1: no no i have no tiny humans so teresa manning <laughs> just it like, um... in my closet That's my closet baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this got so dark. I know. I know.
2: I love it. Okay, (laughs) I told you my high was gonna wear off. (laughs) Anyways,
1: so anyway, it's 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 not a sham because I don't have a closet baby. No. So do you have a closet baby? No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me know. Uh, Teresa Manning is Donald Trump's pick to head up the government's largest family planning program, Population Affairs within Health and Human Services.
1: Population Affairs is the name of the department. (laughs) What? I know. Literally the weirdest. That is something out of 1984. Like, that's like, like, I feel like he also just was like, hey, this book's great. I'm going to call my new (laughs) department Population Affairs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What happens in population affairs? Uh, I, I don't really know. I didn't look. But uh, <laughs> apparently they they had up the government's largest family planning program. Okay. You know what works for family planning? Birth control. Well, I mean, not according to Teresa Manning, because she believes and actively promotes that abortions cause breast cancer. Oh, my God. I can't even say it with a straight face. She calls abortion legalized crime- and believes that the efficacy rates for birth control are very low, (sighs) despite the lowest effective efficacy rate for birth control being 90%. Right.
0: Right. And this woman is what? She's going to lead the population affairs. Population affairs. affairs. Huh.
1: She can't read. What is
0: population? A study. (laughs) Right. She can't. So what is what is this? Is it's a new department? I assume. No, no, it's
2: in health and human services. Like it's a branch.
0: Okay, but okay. It, does this involve
2: uh, statistics? statistics policy, I assume. Oh
0: my gosh! Well, that is, this is terrible. So I'll be I'll be following that rogue Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the Betsy DeVos of population affairs. Is basically it?
1: I just like Betsy. I,
2: like
0: what a fucking name
1: (laughs) why like like the thing is we have to without science without studies without statistics we could still trust that birth control works because we don't have bajillions of children (laughs) in the world right now
2: also like aren't there (laughs) studies or like hypotheses that exist where like primitive humans also use like types of birth control yeah. Well, yeah, and even
1: I mean, like I, I the rhythm method, which actually has a better name than it used to. I don't know. It's a, there's like even like the, like I, I don't know. There's an app for that. Yeah, there's a, like you could actually properly do that and still do family con- like planning. And I, I just don't understand. It, the thing I is, think it it's, it's called it natural
0: makes... family planning or something. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. I feel like the Catholics do it
0: maybe uh-huh yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah
1: but even that where do you think i got it from yeah i mean like even even that I, maybe that's what she just wants to move to just everybody be on the rhythm method for the rest of their lives
0: does she believe that works does she have sex know. maybe that's her thing <laughs> maybe she just hasn't had it did she go to grade 10 biology did she put a condom
2: on a banana <laughs>
1: I bet she was like homeschooled in some like ultra. She was
0: totally homeschooled. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Some
1: like ultra Christian totally homeschooled. and they were like, "The devil will g- possess you if you like look at yourself naked." She was like, "Oh my god!"
0: Oh, so she's like from <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> All I can think of is deliverance. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, now all I can think of is, "Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Judy Blue? Right? Love Judy Bloom. What? Blue. Yeah. What? Shout out to uh, Judy Bloom, who Judy. raised a couple of generations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, uh, so we have more.
2: I mean, idiots, that's that's so. just
0: cr- Yeah,
1: that's just that's just being fucking dumb.
2: It's like worse than not believing that abortion should be legalized.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I didn't think there was worse.
0: But, okay, so let's, yeah, if I were to be cynical, I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that there is a conceited effort to make sure that more white people are born. Hmm. Because, la- I, was it last year or the year before? I can't, um, <gasps> it was either twenty six. I want to say 2016. Uh, there were more brown babies born in the U.S. Mm. than white babies, and that's got to scare a shitload of people. Mm. It happened. That stat: brown babies surpassed white babies in California. I think a couple years before.
2: That's not surprising.
0: No, I mean to be honest, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in a little piece that we're not gonna talk about. Um,
2: Just like we didn't talk about Hillary Clinton. Well, you know,
0: um, this is the mini-sode within the episode. So um, uh, uh, this week we found out that there are more old people in Canada Mm -hmm. than young. Mm -hmm. That's going to make for an interesting generational battle as to the future of this country. Oh God, Mm -hmm. I know. Um, Especially since the younger Canadians are more diverse. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the old people are white. Anyway, um, <laughs> all this to what say, did, what did
1: Harper call them? Old, old stock, old
0: stock Canadians. Old stock Canadians. Yo, if we <laughs> if we ever start a t shirt line, yeah, I want that to be one of our first. Okay, old stock Canadian. Are you gonna Are you gonna
1: wear it? I'm totally gonna wear
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a thing for me for a long time. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Annoying. All this, there is a reason, and that has adverse um, labor, innovation, um, economic, national economic effects. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. Is, is the only one of, I think, one of maybe two G7 countries that are saved from that awful economic future. Mm. And it's because of all the brown babies. Yeah. Well, yeah. and
2: that's why.
0: The U.S., the southern, like the U.S. under, I think. Um, the Mason Dixie line. Um, yeah, probably under the Mason Dixie line is quite young. Yeah. And that's because of all those horrible immigrants. Mm. Um, mm. Having babies. Having babies. The northern, The more north you go in the U.S., the more it looks like Canada demographically. Mm. And that's going to have, you know, adverse effects for those states. So you're talking about more spending on pensions, healthcare, um, et cetera, et cetera, but you don't have the population of workers to support that system financially because it's a pay-as-you-go system here.
2: Hmm. So why? So why do you think there is that difference in America? Is it because the ones, who, the immigrants and like people of color who are living more north, they're more educated and more middle class they're not as many well
1: you know what helps keep the younger population low Mm. abortions Uh, (laughs) birth control birth control and abortions (laughs) like having access to those things means you
0: control your fucking population what in the book freakonomics um i think the authors um, um linked the the reduction in crime in the 90s mm-hmm. to abortion mm-hmm. in the 70s. Yeah. yeah. So there. <laughs> like, anyway. So next, what do we have on this this White House America tour <laughs> of, of carnage and we're, despair? <laughs> we're really touring America. Uh, I know. Well,
2: unfortunately, we're not leaving America just yet. No. Okay.
0: Because why would we?
2: Uh, so this week, also on Thursday, which was... Religious Freedom Day, yeah. Right, it
0: was National Day of Prayer.
1: Yeah, we or had s- nothing to say until Thursday. We, we our really... podcast was gonna be about eyebrows
2: basically <laughs> until Thursday, and then I cried and like, it's like I'm done with today.
0: Yeah, I uh, oh, you know everything popped off on Thursday. So, so it was the Day of Prayer or National Day of Prayer. No, I did some like religious that, day, something to that. So was it was it the day of like Christian
1: prayer or was were Muslims welcome to pray as well? So
2: okay, so
0: um, (laughs) I'm not versed on the national.
2: No, so actually, um, so Trump had uh, an event. I guess it was uh, I was in the Rose Garden or something Mm -hmm. where he invited all of these religious leaders. I think it also included Muslims, also like evangelicals, etc. Which was a ceremonial signing. Of Wait, Muslims went? I think so, yeah. There are like a few Who small went? set of like Muslim. Trump supporters? Yeah. Well,
1: they might be, yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe some policies align? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, so <laughs> this was <I'm> the. <laughs> Just I like just
1: feel like the rose garden's getting a lot of underuse. <laughs>
2: like the
1: roses are just
2: overgrown.
1: Okay, first of
2: all. <laughs> it's not n- rose season.
0: <laughs> it's cherry blossom season though.
1: Did you hear about the Canada 150 tulips?
0: No, <laughs> what happened? We will have to talk about it. After.
1: No, no. People are fucking pissed because they they the Canada 150 tulips they bought are not blooming red and white. They're blooming red and yellow, or red and orange, and that is fucked up, because it is not what they bought, and that is not for Canada 150. Where'd they they buy it from? The home fucking hardware. Dozens of cases have been reported. Do you know how many blooms they sold? Four million. (laughs) But dozens. Dozens. This is like peak Canada. (laughs) Oh my god, and the people are so mad. Dozens of people called the home hardware to report the error and then also must have called the cbc because the cbc reported it today
0: okay so <laughs> i said it was an
2: allegory
1: for racism <laughs> <laughs> they were like we want our white fucking shit here
0: we, we don't want, want no yellow flowers up no, in this fucker we
1: want <laughs> bags of milk and we want fucking white on
0: our tulips and we want homo milk damn it
1: <laughs> anyway i derailed it i'm sorry uh, yeah yeah Back to but i Paris. didn't know about that, that but the, awesome. the
0: roses i don't
1: i don't even know if the rose garden is actually a, a garden i just i don't even know is, if it is has is roses. Legitimately a
2: garden i just is it a garden yeah i, I know. don't know i've seen the south lawn <laughs> i was like you also like can't no longer the go to the, see the front of the white house anymore they blocked that off right <laughs> anyways so um we were praying <laughs> they were doing this big ceremonial signing of a long-awaited and highly controversial executive order on religious liberty um, back in sep- September. February, um, a copy of this actually leaked um, and shortly after inauguration. and it was the document claims to quote "respect religious freedoms and if signed, would have shielded federally funded organizations from punitive government action. If they espouse and acted on certain conservative religious beliefs in the course of their contract. So basically, at that time, Jared and Ivanka were actually praised for getting this off the table. But this is a big, like, Vice President Pence initiative because he's uh, yeah. super religious crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's saying that people can now discriminate against people based on their sexual orientation or the beliefs that they hold.
1: based on, So they can discriminate on their religious freedom against people who are in, like... Yeah, the same they can marriage. exercise
2: their religious freedom to say, oh, I'm not comfortable serving this gay person.
0: Oh, my God. Therefore, I don't have to. Okay, From, this is... Okay, this, this is the political article, right? I believe? Because I, yeah. yeah. I found the way that... From so what I read, and this is pretty much the same thing, um, they want they want to um, they want to make they want to take the federal government power away from prosecuting people yeah. who exercise their religious freedom. And wh- where the consequences would be felt a lot in LGBTQ people, as we've seen mm. in the past.
2: Yeah, like that woman who
0: worked uh, at the. Yes, Susan. The one, what's her face? What, is that the one with the bad hair? With the, yeah, yeah. She was, They were trying to get a marriage look,
2: license or something, like, right? Like she
0: she looks like she hadn't gone to trim since 1963. That yeah. one, yeah. So um, from what I from what I understand, that's the way it's worded and that's the interpretation of that wording so before anybody says oh well they didn't really say that that's what it said and what we're saying is that the consequences are such that the people who are going to feel it most are going to be that section of society mm-hmm. hmm.
2: well that's terrifying yeah so like when you this know
0: this is a detail dystopian, isn't it? It well, yeah.
2: is it So, like, if a gay couple goes wants to get their wedding cake made, they can be like, um, sorry, I don't make cakes for gay weddings.
0: But, like... Can't they do that anyway if they're private enterprise? If no, it's not... for all people. Really? If, if, okay. Not
2: just, like, churches. It's people exercise, like... Their no, wedding. but
0: I'm saying that, that the federal government... No? no. Okay. Sorry, I was mistaken. The whole
1: religious freedom thing is just such bullshit anyway because, like, there are, in this case, when you can discriminate against LGBTQ people, they're like, oh, yes, everybody's entitled to their religious freedom. But as soon as, like, a Muslim person wants to get on a plane, they're like, oh, well, hmm,
0: I don't know. Well, exactly. The right to religious freedom is the right to white Christian freedom. Yeah. And because if you really wanted a right to religious freedom, that means that um, if you're a mosque or if, you know, Mm -hmm. the same Sharia law that they are so scared of Mm -hmm. can be practiced without the federal government saying anything. Yeah. so I'm just saying it cuts both ways. Well, uh, yeah.
1: Unless unless, uh, you're in the White House. In which case,
0: it cuts only your way. Oh, by the way, speaking of, I'm going to go back to healthcare. Um, all U.S. representatives and senators are um, excluded from these healthcare changes. Oh, the so they they get healthcare? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they do. Yeah, and the name I was trying to remember were the Castro twins. Okay. So Julian Castro, and he has it, Joaquin. Okay. So those are the like the two. Those
1: are your I guess hope.
0: those are my like democratic stars. Your, your democratic hopes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you know I always love Elizabeth Warren. Mm. Mm-hmm. And but she won't run for president. No. And no. I don't blame her. But yeah. you know, I would um, have rather her than Hillary.
2: Well, we've got more America.
0: Oh, okay. That's true.
2: This one's yeah. kind of fun, though. <laughs> In, like, a bad way. Is
1: there any other, like, any more? Is there any real fun? Or is it always just fun in a bad way? It's just (laughs)
2: sad trombone fun.
1: Okay, so Jeff Sessions.
0: Oh,
2: God.
1: (laughs) Known racist.
2: Yeah. um, During his confirmations hearing in the Senate, um, Alabama born and bred, I guess, Jeff Sessions, um, was laughed at during a part of his confirmation hearing. So Jeff Sessions um, is the Attorney General, and he has a record of treating Alamere and has been said, sorry, we're going to have to start this again. That's fine. Okay. Uh, so let's go to Alabama now. That's not right. Okay. Just start with the Jeff Sessions <laughs> thing again. Known racist.
1: So, Jeff Sessions.
0: Known racist.
2: The Attorney General of the United States.
0: <laughs> I bet All you, right, then. I bet you he was a C student. Probably. Uh,
2: yeah, so during his confirmation hearing, um, a senator from Alabama made a comment of how Sessions had a record of treating all Americans equally under the law and a woman in the gallery let out a very loud laugh. I almost just, just started a laugh. I, I keep it picturing it just like Erica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was just like, this is me.
2: <laughs> very, like, involuntary. And it's just a like guffaw. the ad- immediate reaction yeah. or a chortle.
1: A chortle, yeah,
2: totally. Um, And it caused people in the room to turn around. Mm. Um, the Department of Justice deemed this to be disruptive and disorderly conduct. Oh, my and charged her as such. Um, the They actually found her guilty this week. Um, she has been fined $500, and will be given a six-month sentence. In prison? In
1: jail? Yeah. They're going to put her in jail?
2: Yeah. That's oh like God. the max that they can do. Jesus. I don't know what the actual sentence was. I don't think that's been announced.
1: Erica, let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> have, you have you ever been to a restaurant with Erica? No. She won't go to
0: restaurants in the Glee. For this reason specifically, yeah, because <laughs> I get tone policed all the time. Yeah, I know you do. So this is me. I, this is you. I, solidarity with this woman because this is this is me. And, and as I'm, a loud laugh. as I'm, as I'm listening to this, I'm like, oh, this is so Ottawa. Oh yeah, it's very Ottawa. Okay. Oh yeah. This is so this Ottawa. This is like a thing. So that before would anybody, before anybody is like, "Oh my gosh," and cr- and oh, does America. the pearl clutching mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, America's just going to hell in a handbasket." You do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Ottawa and Canada.
1: Yeah.
0: You tone police women. Yeah. Yeah. Canada and women tone police each other. Canada is the worst for tone policing and shushing.
1: I know. And,
0: oh my gosh, (laughs) it is the worst. Because basically what you're saying is that you don't matter. And your thoughts don't matter. And shut the fuck up, bitch. That's Mm -hmm. basically it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to assume that any old white person who wants to deem shushing me, because they're bad too, basically the worst shushers are old white women from like a British background. And then the, the wasps. <laughs> this is the very wasp. specific This is very specific because I'm wasp i I'm a multicultural for sure. person, okay? So this is very specific. <laughs> I've had experience. So there the any the wasps are the worst. And the it starts from the oldest to the youngest. But even the younger ones, I'm just like, you know what? You're perpetuating mm. A stereotype, number one, because I'm black. And <laughs> um, number two, you are encouraging the silencing of women. And somebody, it's, it's funny because I, one time I was just, you know, I was having like talk, like dating talk with this guy, a friend of mine. And he said, Erica, the, the scariest thing for a man is to have a woman laugh at him. Mm-hmm. and that's what she did and how dare that bitch do that yeah does she know who i am fuck you yeah i'm gonna show you who i am yeah that's what that was all about
1: well it's like that feminist lisa frank meme have you ever seen that one that's like okay feminist lisa frank is the best thing ever i love lisa frank yeah oh yeah F- and like feminist apparently lisa, i need like, to get
0: into lisa frank
1: like imagine the lisa frank like neon dolphins like from from yes. your binder back yes. in the day. I'm oh. very vivid. Wait, image. wait, wait, yeah. wait. Are they the ones with like the fluid inside and the little sparklies? Well, they had they were like technicolor. I'll show you an image. As soon as you see it, you'll you'll okay. know it. Okay, okay. Anyway, so like imagine a Lisa Frank image and then it says like the quote on it, like, uh, men are afraid women will laugh at them. Yes. Women are afraid men will kill them. Yes. Yes, yes. You know? And he just killed her.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're showing oh! Lisa Frank now. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty.
1: Did you Did you have anything Lisa Frank when no. you were? Oh, she
0: my is
2: God. from Edmonton. <laughs>
1: well, speaking
2: of Edmonton. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, I'm sad you didn't have any Lisa Frank in your childhood because everything I owned was Lisa Frank really? at one point. My, my yeah, I was like, I want a Lisa Frank bedroom, and my mom was like, I think we're gonna have to draw the line.
0: It looks like really good for dropping acid, actually.
1: <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> Um, Does. Anyway, the Edmonton Oilers uh just they just I guess decided that there's literally no women that watch hockey. So obviously they didn't listen to our bonus podcast with Erica and Sachi arguing about hockey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is just so dude. Anyway, go on.
1: So they there was several women's restrooms converted into men's bathrooms. Because men were having to wait in line,
0: (laughs) so they just they just
1: took the bathrooms away from the women because they were like, "No women's will be at hockey, live," and they just made it into more men's bathrooms.
0: We're the one who need the extra bathroom. Well,
1: I know. we're always in line. We're always,
0: always in line. in line.
1: Exactly. Sometimes I just go into the men's bathroom. So do I. No yeah. So I've mean. done this in
0: Texas, oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. oh. Amazing. Oh, my <laughs> I know. <God>. How <laughs> did I not get arrested?
1: Yeah. <laughs> have, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Like I know. Like um, so <laughs> yeah, they. I guess they were. They were annoyed by lengthy lines. The men complained, <laughs> and so. They just were like, well, no more women's restrooms. So women, they, I guess they left like two toilets. Mm-hmm. Women were forced to wait in line for over 25 minutes for the bathroom.
2: I could not wait in line for 25 minutes. Neither
1: could I. I would pee on the rink.
2: Like would, it, like in the ice. I would just pee. <laughs> I have a lot of questions that I'm just not going to ask. Um, but like, yeah, if I'm at a sports game, a sports game, sporting event, <laughs> and I'm drinking beer... Like, beer is the worst thing, especially like.
1: Only men drink beer, Aaron.
2: But, like, it's gonna go through you, and, like, you're gonna need to pee, like, now. Y- yes, I
0: have to I pee. I want a beer every, now. Every 10 <laughs> so, Bailey sober, so, so do I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I forgot about you and
1: sobriety. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know what? It's been, I got my two month chip today, everybody. What? Yeah, so. I only saw. Sort of I am beer. proud of you. I really, yeah, I, am very I like proud getting chips on my app. Also, uh, but anyway, so if you do go to an Edmonton Oilers game, don't don't drink beer because you won't get. To don't pee. drink any liquid. Don't drink any liquid, and God help you if you've got an irritable bowel syndrome or something like that because you or a UTI. Yeah,
0: you'll just you'll oh just have to shake pants in the ring. So, but you could basically cut a hole in the ground and men can go to the bathroom. We have to squat. Well, and let's talk about that because men actually feel entitled
1: to piss anywhere they want to. Like, yes. <laughs> remember when he put in Ottawa the dude like peed on the war memorial on yeah. Canada Day? Yeah. He was like, I think I'll just pee right here. Yeah. Yeah. You know like they they literally feel entitled to pee yeah. anywhere. So just yes. them then. Yes. Put like some outhouses around.
0: Yes. Why didn't they just put on outhouses? I don't know. I don't remember really Or porta potties. Yeah. They should have put extra porta potties. But
1: women don't watch sports and they don't drink beer. So Ugh. bathrooms, women's bathrooms in hockey arenas are out of I'm uh, there's no need.
2: So tired of sexism from professional sports. Oh my god, I know. Like it's everywhere,
1: it's rampant.
2: If it's not them making sports gear, like team gear for women that is fucking pink and has sequins. Oh yeah. And that, like, is a crop top and Mm -hmm. cut down low. All the tits. Then it's this shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because women only, if they do watch sports, it's only for men's enjoyment of watching women watch sports and also watch sports themselves. It's all geared... That's why it's all tits and ass.
0: Yeah, it's all geared towards, you know, men's libido and their, you know, their sexual desires. Oh, she can
1: talk about sports. That's so hot.
0: Uh.
2: Uh, (laughs) Then you get those guys who are, like, when you're, like, dating and they like quiz you well do you know this if you're a real fan you would fuck off
0: yeah Yeah. I got that yeah Uh uh-huh uh-huh and and then he's like oh my gosh you know a lot about football and I'm like imagine that
1: yeah and even if I didn't I could still fucking enjoy watching it yellow
0: oh by the way as a as a little side note this is what I've noticed being the equal opportunity dater I am Mm. so when I date black guys um you don't get points for knowing about sports with black guys. (laughs) You really don't. They're like, because every black guy has, I know this is a mass generalization, so don't at me. Okay, so (laughs) basically every black guy has a a sister or a cousin or somebody who plays basketball, rents track, or something like that. Mm -hmm. White guys, when you, and you start talking about sports, They either, A, number one, don't want to talk to you about sports because you can't possibly know anything about sports. Mm. Or B, um, they're like, oh, that's so cute, and then pat you on the head. Mm. And you're just like, figuratively. And then they're
1: like, here's a sexy jersey. Yeah,
0: here's a sexy jersey. Put it on and model it for me. And I just just say, white people, what happened?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Those are like. My favorite conversation with my boyfriend is that when we talk baseball and we're just, like, because we, like, rival teams, mm-hmm. we just, like, can talk about the sport and, like, strategy and, like, oh, like, players and positions and, like, it's just, like, some of my favorite conversations is that we can just, like, go on and we'll have, like, a 25-minute conversation about baseball. Is
1: that because you have a human brain?
2: I I guess or so. a woman's brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I was probably born with a human brain, but it may have developed into a woman's brain. I'm not Mm. really sure. Yeah. Well,
1: no bathrooms for you. So, there you go. God. Erica, I know you want to talk about the next one.
0: Oh, are we on to Desmond?
1: Yeah, we're on to Desmond.
0: Okay, so we're gonna. Oh, good, we're back in Canada now. We're gonna go. <laughs> we over clawed to, our way back to Canada. We clawed our way oh, back God. to Canada. And you think that Canada is going to be better? No, 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 nope. no. We don't maple wash on this program. Okay, so Desmond Cole versus the Toronto Star. So this this. Can you give context about who he is? <gasps> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Des, okay, so Desmond Cole is a Toronto Star columnist, not a journalist, a columnist. He's Mm -hmm. also, he also has his own radio program in Toronto. Mm -hmm. He is a black activist, um, I guess, columnist, um, who is focused on, Police harassment. Mm -hmm. And he was a freelancer at the Toronto Star. I said, was, because he no longer is. Mm. So this is what happened. On Thursday, so yesterday, by the way, happy Cinco de Mayo. We are are actually recording Bad and Bitchy on May 5th. Um, It's
2: lit in here. It's
0: lit. (laughs) And I'm waiting for that beer. Okay, on Thursday morning, sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Pete. It's okay. Okay. On <laughs> Thursday morning, Desmond Cole resigned as a columnist from the Toronto Star after he was told he couldn't be both a journalist and an activist at the same time. He explained the situation on his Facebook page, in w- where he said, This week I met with Andrew Phillips, the Toronto Star's editorial page editor, who has essentially served as my boss at the newspaper. Phillips called me in regarding my political disruption of the April 20th meeting of the Tor- Toronto Police Services Board. Okay, let me break and give you some context to that. So on April 20th, Desmond Cole went to City Hall and was at a meeting at of the Toronto Police Services Board and disrupted the meeting um, with activism Mm -hmm. on carding Mm -hmm. and for those who don't know carding is basically stop and frisk light in Canada so what carding does is it's basically um, the police can stop you and ask to see your identification and take down your information without having probable cause to do so just because you might look suspicious and we all know what looking suspicious looks like Trayvon Martin okay so and Abdirahman Abdi, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and there's so many more I can name. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Phillips, we're back to um, Desmond Cole's um, explanation on his Facebook page. So, his editorial page editor, Phillips, um, said this action had violated the star's rules on journalism and activism. He didn't discipline me or cite any consequence for my actions. Phillips said he just wanted me to know what the star's rules are. That is so Canadian. Oh, my gosh. That is so corporate, Canada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really is. It's so, it's so public service, it's so too. So
2: passive-aggressive. It is
0: very passive-aggressive. It's like, we just want you to know what it's like here.
2: Yeah.
0: But really, they're stabbing you in the back and smiling in your face. Okay. I know. I've experienced it. So... <clears throat> He didn't, okay, so I have no formal employment with the Toronto Star. I've never signed any agreement or contract, and no one has ever directed me to any of the policies Phillips cited. So let me get this straight. So nobody told him about the policies, but he violated the policies that nobody told him about? Mm -hmm. Gee, that's just setting somebody up to fail, don't you think? Yeah. (laughs) However, I knew my police protest was activism, And I could have guessed the star wouldn't appreciate it. Okay. In a call, now, now this is adding another layer to the story. Today, the Toronto Star's public editor, Kathy English, wrote a column. Yeah. In the Toronto Star about a Toronto Star editorial columnist. Mm Okay. Okay. She pointed out that Cole's editor informed him of the star's policies and expressed a hope that he would remain as a columnist. <laughs> However, she stated, it has long been Toronto Star policy that journalists do not take public stands on public issues or become the news. Uh, let, me, let me just break for that. Isn't she making him the news? By writing about him in the bloody Toronto Star? Okay. so well, and, and it
1: says journalists. Not columnists. It
0: doesn't say columnists. Yeah. And he has no contract with them.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. And columnists have opinions. That's the point of writing columns. Of being
0: a columnist. Okay. So, um, this policy is aligned with longstanding journalistic values and ethics policies of most credible news organizations in Canada, the U.S., and around the world. Let's not talk about the U.S. media. These policies hold that journalists must not cross over into direct activism and personal participation in their writing, or sorry, and personal participation in causes that go beyond their writing. Okay. Let's look at the columnists the Toronto Star has had that are all white, by the way. Okay. Mm. Michelle Landsberg, a noted Feminist activist, Naomi Klein, Mm well, can I just say Naomi Klein and move on? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Gord Parks, who's an environmental activist. All have had columns with the Toronto Star promoting their activism. So being an activist is not the star's problem, as we have just explained. It's more like being a black activist. Mm-hmm. Making, and in my opinion, this makes the Toronto Star an anti-black publication, mm-hmm. which I think is hilarious because the Toronto Star is known for its so-called left-wing policies. This is left-wing racism. Make no mistake about it. And I'd like to step back and... and Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's okay. Just to start okay. I'll, I'll just step back. I'd like to step back and just talk about... Um, the, the entitlement that left wing activists have in calling out racism Uh Mm -hmm. and they're just as racist. Yep. They're just, it's just a different racism.
2: Sometimes. Yeah.
0: Like they're more white savior racist. I find like, the right doesn't give a shit enough to be, like, left, like a white savior, That's mm-hmm. sure. my point. Yeah. Generally, let's yeah.
1: say. Well, and, yeah, the star was happy to profit off of Desmond Cole's opinions and activism up until...
2: It became confrontational.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Because I'm sure they profited off of every website click... Oh, for sure. They ...that did. his column... Brought in oh, yeah. his column brought in a whole new um, readership that Absolutely. they would not have ever touched yeah. before, yeah. and this readership is probably not going to touch them now.
1: No,
0: you know my my thing is this. Um, I see I see the star's reaction as just a Canadian anti black racism reaction. Canadians do not like. To sacrifice comfort for justice, hmm. we don't. I have I have seen the comments on a lot of and on a lot of this. You know, Desmond Cole's um, his Facebook. His Facebook was mostly supportive, mm-hmm. but comments on the Toronto Star, and the biggest complaint was that he interrupted a meeting, just mm-hmm. like. Black Lives Matter in Toronto last year Hmm. had the nerve to interrupt a pride um, parade, parade, basically. How dare they? How dare they get uppity and not stay in their place and be thankful they're in Canada and not U.S.? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How dare they think, how dare they be so ungrateful? That is basically the attitude of left wing Canada, especially when it comes to anti black racism.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I will declare the Toronto Star an anti black publication and I will not be posting from them. Okay. In the future. I just came up with that because I'm pissed now. <laughs> 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 but damn it, I'm stubborn. I'm going to stick to that shit. Okay. So anyway, that's my little Desmond Cole piece.
1: Well, hopefully he, like, lands on his feet. I think CBC and Globe and Mail both tweeted him right after he posted and said, you can come work here, right? Yes. contribute there, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I know CBC did. Well, CBC needs all the help they can get, really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, have you seen his um, The Skin We're In? No, I haven't seen it. No. So The Skin We're In was an excellent program. I believe it was written and produced by Desmond Cole, Mm -hmm. and it took you through the journey of black people in Canada, and it talked a lot about our history, it talked a lot about, um, I find it interesting, it talked a lot about Halifax, that's something else I have a problem with, that Halifax, every, every white person I meet from Halifax is like, it's such a quaint, nice little town. And it has this, this, this idea of, the, of this nice, quaint university town, and it's racist as fuck.
2: It's so racist. Mm-hmm. It is
0: so racist. And, you know, I've had, I've had people of color tell me, that it, who are from there, that it is probably the most racist place in Canada. Yeah. So I think, um, so I I encourage everybody, and I'm going to post it on the Bad and Bitchy Facebook page. If you haven't signed up or liked our page, we started a new Facebook page this week. It's Bad Plus Bitchy. Look it up on Facebook. I will post it there. It is excellent. Mm. You will come out of this um, documentary and you will be like, how did I not know this? Oh my god, I never knew. Yeah. And he just weaves this brilliant story about Canadian Black Canadians in Canada, stories that have never been told. Anyway, that's my piece. All right. Great. So, I think we're I think that's it for this week in feminism. Yeah, that's it. So, we're off to rent and receipts. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. <laughs>
2: All right, now on to rent and receipts. This is where each of us brings a story to share with the others and our thoughts on it. So I'm going to kick things off. I'm not sure if you guys saw, but uh, Brad Pitt gave a new interview. His first major interview post-divorce with Angelina. Um, But it was kind of weird. Um, He said that he's sworn off drugs and alcohol and has been sober for six months. Mm -hmm. So... Solidary with Bailey. <laughs> yeah, he's Got also a uh, few more
1: months than me, but that's.
2: He's hard. also taken up s- sculpture, uh-huh. and uh, he also said he now finally understands R and
0: B. Oh my gosh, that was my favorite part.
2: <laughs> also, he he loves Frank Ocean and thinks he does nothing wrong. Um. Anyway, so this he gives this quote, and it's. I've never heard anyone laugh bigger than an African American an African mother who's lost 9 family members. What is that? I just got R&B for the first time. R&B comes from great pain, but it's a celebration. To me, it's embracing what's left. It's that African woman being able to laugh much more boisterously than I've ever been able to.
1: Oh my god, why didn't he just say mammy? <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh, oh my god!
1: <laughs> right? Like I mean, that's—I know the a thing is.
0: Trope. It, oh my god, that's so it's very true. It's so accurate. <laughs> like, that is so accurate. <laughs> hashtag facts. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But really. A that very is, yeah, that is, Mammy. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> she taught me R <laughs> She taught me to look at the world differently. <laughs> she is my beggar, Vance. <laughs> oh goodness me! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but the Daily Beast yeah. also raised a good point that Brad is actually just one of his peers. That also includes Ben Affleck and Tobey Maguire, and then if you go a little bit further, Johnny Depp, Chris Martin, and also maybe kind of Calvin Harris of this Hollywood sad dad syndrome. All these men who have been left by their wives for various reasons, like substance abuse, um, you know, infidelity, just being Johnny Depp, you know, like... Just
0: being Johnny Depp. Or being boring like Chris Martin. (laughs) Chris
2: Martin's just like a vanilla. He's just there. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's
0: he's lawn furniture, really.
2: I mean, so so, what's the problem? Like, why are these men just so like sad, and why are they acting out post uh, breakup yeah. in such like extreme ways? Well, what They're did always, the Daily like, Beast say? Fucking said? nannies and shit. That was it. That was just like raising the issue that like the point that
0: oh, sad dads. Yeah,
2: sad dads.
0: Well, seems like. Fucking bitches and hoes just doesn't get you anywhere, does it? You're <laughs> like, having like
1: millions and millions
0: and millions, millions of, of dollars. dollars. You still need human contact. You still need people who have your back around you. Yeah. And it
2: seems like all of the like women are just loving their lives and living it I, up. I
0: know. I'm just like, wow. I mean, if I have to see another MasterCard commercial with Jennifer Garner, my God. Yeah. Or is Uh, it American Express?
2: Does it matter? I don't know.
0: It's something. Well. She's,
1: I don't know. I I think she's a real plain Jane, that Jennifer Garner. She's Beth. Oh, gosh. She is Beth. Yeah. She's a
0: Beth.
2: She's a Beth. Oh, I was just going to call her beige, but sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's totally beige. Librarian
2: Beth.
1: I I mean, Angelina is not beige.
2: No. Like, (laughs) Like, she is like. She's a little beige now.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's kind of gone off the rails a bit. But I feel like you know, I don't know. I mean, he, he went from Jennifer Aniston to her, like, I like...
0: Beige to...
1: Yeah, so beige. Bah. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my God. Um, yes. I, I will say, like, I read this stuff about the alcohol, and I just remembered, like, there was a time where Angelina Jolie was making allegations about abuse, and, uh, and like, the, I know CAS got called on a Yeah, plane that's why
2: they, kind of, the divorce was filed.
1: Yeah, yeah that was last yeah. year. And, like, you know, I'm down with people and men wanting to change and on their sobriety and stuff. But I I think it's important that if people are going to have the conversation about his abusive behavior, that they don't just link it to alcoholism. Like, I think alcoholism and drug addiction is used a lot as an excuse for abusive behavior Mm -hmm. without actually dealing with the core misogyny issue that exists. Um, So I would just say that, like, when people are like, oh, well, he quit drinking, so he probably totally changed his abusive ways. Maybe he didn't. He might just be abusive, drunk or not you know yeah so
0: yeah i think that's a really really good point to make yeah um i also see this as a justin bieber apology tour Oh. so i swear there's one picture at because i think they went to the, some national parks or something yeah there, this is this yes. this is in gq
1: yeah america and there's a picture where
0: he's got tears in his eyes yeah, i saw that and mm-hmm. i was like damn i think you look better high <laughs>
2: i never been a big Brad Pitt fan.
0: Yeah. I and that's because he's just very, he's every white girl's wet dream, right? So, you know. Yeah. He's white girl wet. Yeah. Is basically yeah. what he is. Yeah. White girl <laughs> well, wet. Well, you know what I mean. He, like the all-American. Yeah, yeah. Blonde like or the brunette. Quarterback. The quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. But so kind of bad boy. Like, yeah. kind of yeah. bad boy. Yeah. And he looks yeah. like he yeah. could bend you over. Yeah, that's pretty much Brad Pitt. Yeah. And, you know, the Chris's, Chris Helmsworth, and who are the other Chris's? They're all the same. They, they really are all I've the same. I've had this discussion with my boyfriend. Yeah. I, He's I like, can't... they're all
2: different. I was like, they are all the same.
0: Yeah. I can't tell them apart. It's like, the, it's like... Helmsworth, one of them got woke. What was the one? He went to, like, Dakota Pipelines, got woke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, whatever, Pratt, Pratt, something. Pratt? I don't know. Chris... Evans, Chris I know I Chris know. Pine is Star Trek. Oh right, only... Chris Pine. I remember Chris Pine because when um, John Legend and them were 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 singing the Selma song at the Grammys last oh. year, he started crying. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I can deal with that. I, uh, I you know,
1: I can only think of Chris Brolls, that Bachelor contestant who
2: drunk drove drum- and By the way, somebody.
0: by the way, the Black Bachelorette May twenty second. Okay.
2: okay, I don't have I'm ready TV. For that.
0: We I don't either. You only What uses... do you think Bailey's for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have TV <laughs> Wow, well,
2: we I guess... are we are so millennials.
1: <laughs> but we're, we're
2: pirating do... that shit.
1: <laughs> no, we don't even have to pirate it. City TV has an app, and if you download the app, you can watch The Bachelor Yay! the next day. Yes. Yay. Yes.
0: Okay, I totally am here for that. Okay. Back
1: to the sad dad. I I think actually there's an opportunity for a national conversation there like if we and if we were going to talk about men and feelings like it would be great if they started to like like you know debunk that masculinity a little bit and like actually you know think and talk about what they're feeling and say it's okay for men to talk not about what
2: they're feeling with these like mra fucking bullshit yeah things. no not that shit
1: so and, it's like a and, very fine line and like also you don't have to fuck your nanny you can talk about your feelings but not fuck other women besides your wife like you unless that's your arrangement
2: yet. but like also don't do it so close to home oh but, yeah yeah, but
0: yeah this is the thing isn't that what they have these affairs for is sometimes because so they could have the feelings. they could talk about their whatever to this other woman the, mm-hmm. like their children's nanny yeah well Oh, please. <laughs> it's easy. I'm sure it's easier to talk to somebody when you when you have power over them. You know, they're yeah, kind of forced to true. listen to the you, you that's know. Totally true. But, you know, when when you hear about men who go to prostitutes, for example, mm-hmm. mm. a lot of a lot of these women say sex workers. Yeah. It's it's oh my gosh, is that not PC? Oh my fucking yeah, god. Sex workers. But that's okay. Prostitutes
1: are, are not cool. <laughs> Yeah, I mean there's a derogatory f- sense to that word.
0: And sex workers isn't? Like
1: it's the same <laughs> bloody thing. Well, sex workers is the preferred term.
0: Okay. <laughs> Y'all apparently even I have problem with PC language. That's okay,
1: we're learning. We're learning together. Okay.
0: I'm I'm I get confused trying to access PC language. I will I will I will admit it. Okay. Anyway, so sex workers. Yeah. Okay. So Sex workers, um, a lot of the female sex workers who mostly work with men, um, will say that, you know, sometimes they don't even have sex. They just have conversations. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, What happened to your wife? Yeah. What what happened? When did when did that happen? But you know what though? What? I wonder if these are the couples that start out not talking to each other at restaurants because I've been noticing them a lot lately. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that, that a lot of couples will go to restaurants and not talk to each other?
1: I have noticed that. I also am wondering if it's like an intimidated by powerful women thing. I mean, Angelina Jolie is like, okay, yes, she's a goddess and an amazing actress, but she's also like this incredible UN representative and like a humanitarian and a philanthropist and like... Then it makes me think back to that study of the millennial men who just want their wives at home. Ooh, good point. You know, so like, maybe maybe Brad Pitt couldn't talk to Angelina because she is so powerful.
2: That's a good point. So he does in the article say or the interview say, "Oh, you know, she's got a a movie coming out. You should go see it." Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, But he does say very many times at the beginning of the interview that he is not an articulate person. He says the wrong thing. He uses the wrong words as a way almost to imply that he's not like super cultured. And they asked him about his political movements and involvement and if he wishes he was more involved in politics. And he says that he only wants to support things that he is very, very passionate about because he can't do things just halfway, but to him, that's supporting projects like Moonlight, which went through his production studio.
0: I didn't know that he produced Moonlight. Yeah, or his studio produced Moonlight, and I believe Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. So, he's,
2: for him, that's his activism is supporting projects, and that it's wouldn't...
0: legitimate.
2: Sure. Yeah. But like, if he, I can't. I, maybe it's not that they. He's intimidated by Angelina, but maybe they just were diverging and just didn't had mm-hmm. less in common.
1: Yeah. Well and what happened to the movie they made together the like Swan Song movie by the sea or whatever.
0: Oh did somebody see that? I
1: don't <laughs> I don't even know if it ever even got released. It did. It did. Yeah. Did it do well? Did we know? I don't think did so. Did anyone see it?
2: I, I mean some I people don't, saw it. Don't, I mm. okay.
1: <laughs> Well we won't watch it on T V. No. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't have. That we don't have. <laughs> Uh wow. Okay, well, so Brad Pitt.
2: Poor Brad. Sad Brad. Izzy.
1: Sad Brad dad.
2: I don't know that I feel it's
1: bad like, for pop him on pop. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm 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 feeling sorry for white guys today because I watched um num, 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 dear white people and I'm like oh. what the I remember think I was yelling at the screen, you know, the one I don't have. Um and I was like what the hell kind of, what kind of hell of activist piece is this when I feel sorry for the white guy? I did feel oh. sorry for Gabe.
2: I, I haven't watched I it. I don't know.
0: Really? Okay, you guys have to watch okay. Dear White People. we we'll watch well it. well way, way too much TV to watch. No, no,
2: no. Just, just I have to finish
0: watching Riverdale. Me. I
1: was going to say I have to catch up on Riverdale. Yeah. What is this
0: Riverdale business? you got to watch Riverdale. Okay, apparently That's I have to so watch. Because I see it trending all the time. No. And Actually, it's like, if it's you like, liked
2: Gossip Girl, if you liked the OC. I, I didn't. This, <laughs> is a, this is like the woke version, oh. woke ish version oh. of those. Because it's the wo- There's queer it, people, yeah. there's people of color. What? Reggie. Of course, there's a Reggie. No, mm-hmm. no. but it's our Archie. But Reggie is a. Oh,
0: that's right. It's, it's like, a, okay. It's hot
2: Asian Reggie. That's right. It's Archie based off. Mm. Is oh, okay. Played by a Maori guy.
0: Oh, I need to watch yeah. this show.
2: Between... That's why he's
0: so hot.
1: He's <laughs> uh, there's there's also... not actually white. <laughs> Star on Netflix is also really good.
0: Queen Latifah's show? Yeah. I stopped watching it after the fourth episode because I got busy.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: It got good? It got really good. Okay, good. Like,
1: really good in a, like, just, it's terrible. Have it, it's fluff, I but know. it's like it's,
0: it's total separate. fluff. But yeah. I love it. In one of these days, we should have like a podcast on like our favorite like entertainment feminist intersectional pieces. Yeah, like TV books, that kind of thing. Other podcasts, yeah, shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Erica, do you want to do
0: yours? Oh, right. <laughs> I'm next. Okay, so I'm gonna bring the mood down. Great. <laughs>
2: Because we needed that. We needed more of that.
0: Thanks for that. (laughs) I know. Always happy to oblige. Okay. So apparently the RCMP gets trained by the NYPD. Okay. (laughs) Because on April 28th, an unidentified teenage girl, she's black, standing at the bus stop was mistaken for a suspect named Latoya. This is in Surrey, B.C., which is a... Which is the armpit of the province. Of BC. But is really a... It's outside of Vancouver somewhere. Like I don't sub- know. Yeah, where. it's a suburb of, yeah, Vancouver. Okay, a suburb of yeah. Vancouver. Okay, it's a suburb of yeah. Vancouver. Okay. Um, you may have
2: heard a joke about Surrey girls at some point.
0: Really? Tell us that joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is a feminist podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't talk ill about other women. Yeah, we do. Basically... <laughs> Basically, the joke is that girls from Surrey are easy and slutty. I'm easy and slutty, but I'm not from Surrey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's because you're not drinking.
1: <laughs> <That's correct. laughs> I gotta do something to fill the time. Uh, <laughs> okay, so,
0: okay. Surrey. Okay, so two white male officers wrestled the, da- the girl to the ground... Um, and handcuffed her as she yelled that she was not the person they were looking for. The person they were looking for was somebody who um, they had to take into, um, I guess, custody because of mental health issues, or they were committing her or something like that. Anyway, they're grabbing her Latoya up to put her in some type of mental health system to help her, I assume. I didn't know they taught wrestling, mental health, illness. Oh, right, Abdurrahman Abdi, sorry. Okay, so all this to say they pinned the girl down, handcuffed her as she yelled that they had the wrong person. A bystander named Ash Hadi, I did not make that up. (laughs) Ash Hadi is his name. I think it's a he. (laughs) who was waiting at the bus stop, recorded the scene, and posted the now viral video on Facebook. She's, and he says that she said no, and they asked her a couple more times, asking her different questions like, what were you doing around here, and harassing her. So that's what the police did. When she began to back away, Hadi said the officers grabbed her, threw her on the ground, and handcuffed her her parents are demanding an apology from Surrey RCMP after their daughter was handcuffed and taken to the ground in what they say was a case of mistaken identity. So, for all you who like to pat yourself on the back and like to um, talk about Canada and how morally superior we are, let me just relay a similar case, the McKinney, Texas pool party incident, Mm -hmm. where on June 5th, 2015, the incident happened at, in a gated community in McKinney, Texas. A McKinney police officer, cor- corporate corporal Eric Case Bolt, was video recorded restraining Shoshana Beckton, a 14 year old black girl. After he threw her to the ground, he later drew his handgun during the same incident. If you've seen Dear White People and you've seen Reggie's story, you will you will definitely understand the fear and the heart-stopping strain on every part of your body if a policeman pulls a gun out on you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're white, you won't notice that, so that's fine.
1: Um... Well, and this—I mean—in that video, she's in her bathing suit. Like, she's, she's very clearly not armed. Yeah, or fighting back. Yeah, or like
0: exactly. And he has his, her his knee on her back. Yeah, and she's screaming. Yeah. And first of all, I don't understand people who just lack that much humanity in mm-hmm. general. So that's a problem. Anyway, so that went viral. The reality is this kind of overreaction. To the perceived misbehavior of black children is happening every day across America and has now hit Canada's shores. I'm yeah. sure it was happening before, but we didn't know. Well,
1: and it happened in a in a classroom too in America. Right? It happened in the classroom. a classroom. Yeah. Like, like tackled by like the school officers. Yeah.
0: In the classroom. In the oh, classroom. God. So um I just want to Kind of weave in. Unfortunately, oh damn it! It's a star article. Okay,
2: <laughs> this is before your moratorium. Yes,
0: this is before. Okay, so black students hindered by academic streaming and suspension. So that the re- so earlier this, I think in April, end of April, um, a report was released that found that while academic streaming was supposed to have ended in 1999, black students are twice as likely to be enrolled and applied instead of academic courses compared to their counterparts from other racial backgrounds. For those who don't know about Canadian educational system, the academic courses are the ones that you take to go to university the applied courses are the ones that you take for trades, basically.
1: Or, or, yeah, or to go to college.
0: Or to go to college, which is not the same as university in Canada. Yeah. College is more vocational,
2: I would it's say. It's a one- or two-year kind of
0: certificate. Certificate, yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Or yeah. as a university, the four-year... Like
1: an academia style of
0: right. learning. Right. So they were... Per- so they, as in Toron- Toronto educators, were purposefully um, streaming black children... Into less economically viable and lucrative jobs, that's systemic racism. Yeah. If anybody wants to know an example, well, that's and I, it. And
1: I think, like, I think that you make a good point when you're saying, like, they're they were purposely doing it. I think probably a lot of those teachers, not understanding their own racial systemic biases, were like suggesting that to black students all the time, mm-hmm. and saw nothing wrong with it. it. Yeah.
0: And saw like, nothing wrong with it. But these yeah. are the same people who will say, I'm not racist.
1: Oh, for sure. Those yeah. people, those teachers would say, I am not racist. There's no way. Yeah. They uh-huh. just say, no, it's just a better opportunity for so-and-so.
0: Right. So if you stream, so let me just state the obvious. If you stream black children into less economically lucrative jobs, that creates a structural difference mm-hmm. between the earnings of black people or the, or the outcomes that we see the earnings of black people versus their white counterparts. Between 2006 and 2011, the latest period for which the Toronto District School Board data is available, only 53% of black students were in an academic streaming program versus 81% of white students and 80% of all other racial groups. So basically, Toronto saying that black kids are dumb. And I remember when that Afrocentric school was um, oh, yeah. was being proposed. You should have seen all the white people up in arms. How dare you? How dare you? You're the racist. You're the racist because you want to separate your children. Blah, 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 blah. Um, well, they're being conditioned to, A, expect less. So that means that their um, educational achievement will be less. Mm-hmm. Um, B... Also, what's happening is that the entire system is creating a permanent black underclass. Mm-hmm. So let's just—I'm just, just going to break and let that sink in. So Canada is systemically creating a uh, a permanent black underclass, just like just like with the Aboriginals. So this is not. This is not surprising.
2: It's because you're not model minorities like Asians. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> why.
0: Um, let me let me throw out another stat. Fifty eight percent of black child black kids, did not apply to post secondary school, versus forty one percent in the other two groups. Please tell me how Toronto is just wonderfully multicultural again. Mm-hmm. Because this is Toronto. And meaning if it doesn't work here, it won't work anywhere else in Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, the next time somebody comes up to me and tells me how multicultural and beautiful Toronto is, I will want to punch them in the face.
1: What about the next time someone comes up to you and says, poor people just need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps?
2: Or people of colour, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is murder still <laughs> um, Only if it's a fetus. You, <laughs> <laughs> Bing bang. Okay. Um, I think for everybody, for for everybody's, you know, for all things considered, I think it's best if I walk away from that person mm-hmm. with my eye roll, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't talk to people like that because, um. It's obvious to me that they lack very basic cognitive skills, and I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. Like, I really don't. So, usually they're men, and usually they're white. Yep. So, white guys, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, that is what they do. Um, and you know what they post on Facebook?
2: Yeah, Wednesday, yeah, t-shirt day, yeah! <laughs> Not even fucking kidding me, on my Facebook. <laughs> and these are t-shirt the ones that want punch them. What kind of t-shirts? I don't fucking know. Like, is it spring and you can wear a t-shirt? Like, I don't get I it. I bet you
0: they're wearing flip flops oh, and cargo oh, shorts. For sure. cargo oh, with so their gnarly just toenails. Ooh, yeah, Right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's my here. that's my rent and receipts. B.
1: Okay. Uh, well, my rental receipts are, uh, it's about three First Nations girls have died in Ontario group homes in the yeah. last six months, Ugh. which is yeah. ridiculous. So, before I even start talking about this, I want to acknowledge that I am talking about it from a settler perspective. Um, and uh, so...
0: We, we all are. We
1: all are. Sure. Uh, so, you know, it's important to acknowledge that. And yeah. I think uh, I'll do my best to give voice to Indigenous uh, opinions in this. But anyway, I, it just caught my eye because I used to work in a group home so like I have an understanding of how these systems work and I I just I can't understand how there was three deaths in six months like it's it's ridiculous and so anyway two of these young women committed suicide in care one young woman died in a fire of the house and it's like When you look at the research and the statistics, you see that there are over 400,000 First Nations kids or indigenous kids in care in Canada right now.
0: 400,000. Yes. They
1: make up like 53% of the kids 400,000. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 400,000. At
1: the height height of the residential school system, like when we look back at that trauma and we can see that that's uh, left a lasting legacy of trauma – uh, there was 150,000 kids.
2: Oh my god! Uh-huh.
1: So, yeah. Uh-huh. So we've like so more basically than
0: we've in. we've improved on the residential school system. We, yeah, we call it something different. Um, and when I say improved, I don't mean positively for First Nation for Indigenous people. <laughs> I am talking about improved for white supremacy and systematic racism. Right yeah.
2: Here. Sorry, for people who don't know, can you explain the residential school system?
1: Yeah, so the residential school system was uh, a process in which the Canadian government decided that they were going to, uh, I I mean, some of the rhetoric around it was horribly racist, but basically, like, take the savage out of the child or whatever. So they removed Indigenous kids from their communities, um, and it happened mostly in First Nations and Métis communities. The Inuit uh, had a different experience um, but it was still awful and traumatic and horrific anyway. And then they put all of these kids into residential schools where then they were ass- assaulted and abused and removed from their culture and their identity for like systematically <laughs> for a number of years, a lot of kids tried to escape. And that's how, um, Gord Downie's project secret path. It's a, it's about, a an indigenous boy who tried to escape the Cecilia Jeffrey residential school and tried to walk home the 600 kilometers back to his house. Oh, wow. By following the train tracks. And he, he died, obviously. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. And and there's, so there's so many kids that tried to escape from these residential schools and, and couldn't make it home. So there's, like, you know, there's, there's all these lost children that died. Um, and we don't know where their bodies are. And they never, you know... And, Anyway, it's it's tragic. It's fucking tragic.
0: Do you know there was a residential school for, oh, I think it was, oh God, St. Mary's School for Colored Girls mm-hmm. at, in Halifax? Yeah. what <laughs> we were talking about Halifax. Right, yeah. yeah. At Same Mary's idea. St. University? Yeah.
2: Hmm? At St. Mary's University? I don't
0: know if it was at St. Ma- no, it wasn't at the university. I want to say it's St. Mary's. I'll get you, I'll Google. Okay. But go ahead.
1: Anyway, so, I, I mean, the argument now is that CAS, Children's Aid Society, is is removing Indigenous kids from their homes all the time under the auspices of its being better for the children, which is exactly what they said about residential schools. Like, they were going to civilize the children or whatever. Um, But, you know, so now these kids, like, the fact that they were able to commit suicide in care is horrifying to me. Like, I don't, I don't, how do you get access to those kind of things happening? But when you're removed from your family and your culture and, like, uh, of course, you're going to be at risk for suicide, uh, and when you read into the stories like these, the families didn't find out till like days later that their <laughs> kids had died. Yeah, it's like,
0: it's just, horrific. Like,
1: just everyone just sort of forgot to
0: call them. Um, it's co- it was just called the Nova Scotia Home for Colored Girls. Right. Okay. Um, colored children. Sorry, that opened in 1921. Anyway, back to the um yeah. residential schools the best way to destroy a people is to destroy the family mm-hmm. yep. um they did it in slavery it's systemic right. mm-hmm. it's a systemic pattern of genocide basically yeah it's Absolutely. it's just a slower genocide exactly um and, and this and, is happening now right
1: yeah it's happening now this happened in the last six months three
0: girls died okay. um there's some there was a stat on Manitoba and group homes and stuff in Manitoba and how many Like how many of them are populated by indigenous
1: people, and they're out of capacity. They're having to now put youth in like hotel rooms because they don't have the spaces in foster care. So like that's like talk about putting them at risk for exploitation and abuse. And like I'll just put and human trafficking. Yeah, I'll just put this child in a hotel room and. Oh, nothing bad will happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't give a shit
0: anyway, you know? Yeah. So, um, the, is there an inquiry or an well, investigation? Well, the Ontario
1: First Nations, like uh, uh, all the First Nations chiefs in Ontario have now called for an inquest to be done. And having mandatory inquests any time a child dies in, in the child welfare system. Well, I hope so. Yeah, which I think is a, a great idea. But I mean, I just think, you know, science is showing us, too, that there's a genetic component to trauma and that it's intergenerational. And that's part of why, you know, intergenerational Mm -hmm. trauma occurs is it's literally science, Uh, although science doesn't seem to matter to anybody anymore. But, you know, I'm just I I think this is a tragedy. And I think that if we thought what we did was wrong with the residential school system, just wait till the next generation when we have the legacy of 400,000 kids being in care.
2: And, like, Indigenous culture is so built on storytelling and passing stories down. And, Mm -hmm. like, how do you preserve a culture when there's no one to tell stories to?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of these kids are being totally removed from Indigenous communities. Like, the girl that died in the fire is in a group home in Orleans. So... In Ottawa.
2: Yeah. So... I don't think she's getting...
0: Okay, so let me get this straight. If you're born Indigenous in Canada, and... On
2: reserve... uh,
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. If you're born on reserve, you are less likely to have clean drinking water.
1: Way less likely.
0: Um, I I don't know if anybody knows, but we have a Flint level crisis in Canada Mm -hmm. when it comes to on reserve water filtration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, Canada has, in my opinion, the media has buried this. Yeah. Um, not even. I'm surprised I haven't heard more from about it from on Canada land. Even to I mean, be it's honest, it's just
1: become status
2: quo that we just.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we put out a press release every single time there was a boil water advisory in Indigenous communities, I, that would be all the news there was. Like, but they're they happening even... that regular, like yeah, every single day.
0: Exactly. So, so that's one. Number two, your educational and um, economic. Aspirations are severely stunted yeah, because, um, because of systemic racism, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. um, and you are more likely to be taken from your family mm-hmm. and put in a group home. And then we wonder why the indigenous population is not
1: integrating. Yeah. And I, I, mean, being put in a group home, I think, is would be horrible, as well as being put in a foster home. Like a lot of, in like, it's well, abuse. A lot of people in foster homes are abused. Yeah, are experience a lot of abuse. So yeah, and that yeah. and
0: and when when has it become so okay for the state to just walk in and take away your children? Mm-hmm. When did we just give up our power to the state like that?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Why don't we, I I don't, yeah, I don't, I honestly, there's some things about the passivity of Canadian society that just Mm -hmm. rubs me the wrong way. But
1: then again, it all goes back to that rhetoric of like, oh, this is better for the children. Like they, they're not safe or whatever.
2: It's just so dumb because better is so subjective. Better to who?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and better I'm, for who? Yeah, but white is better. Yeah, in this country. Mm-hmm. So once we once we all understand that, I mean, I think we can kind of work backwards. Yeah,
1: everything. <laughs> is. You know. Anyway, so there's uh, my rent receipts. Okay. okay, misogynist of the week. This is where we decide who was. The biggest asshole this week from a, from misogyny. I mean, there's lots of assholes out there, but which one had that real misogynistic flavor? Uh,
0: and we didn't even pick Jeff Sessions because that would have been my pick.
1: I mean, we could pick him every
2: week. Yeah. You should just get, like, a Stay standing tuned. A standing we didn't even pick Don Meredith. Like, this is, like, That's next true. level. Yeah. That's
1: this is uh, – we picked – the alaska republican state representative david eastman which i feel horrible about because that's the same name as my uncle
0: david (laughs) eastman Eastman. i know
1: it sucks um so basically though he this is like another republican that doesn't understand abortion
2: or anything related (laughs) to health care
1: because it's you know what health care is about (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, and, and in this case, common sense. Yeah, okay.
1: So, basically, he believes that women get pregnant on purpose so that they can go and get a free abortion. <laughs> Which, like, in terms of incentives, like, I'm not sure. Like, if I got pregnant and then I, like, like, got a baby bonus for carrying it to full term, like, I think you do, then I would... I would Maybe stay pregnant. But I don't know. Like, I don't think that the getting of the abortion is, like, the fun outcome.
0: They're just trying to make you all have babies. Because <laughs> you're
1: already having babies.
2: But wait. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. It does get better.
1: They're
0: trying to force white women to have he, babies. <laughs> he,
1: he, he referred to abortion as the ultimate form of child. Which is, which is silly
0: because... How does Alaska grow those? Well... How do they grow these politicians? How does he... How, Can he see Russia from his house too? Probably. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm. How big does he think the uterus is? Like, that's my question. Like, Can child, he spell uterus? Ch- children are like full grown things. They're like... Like not a collection of cells. <laughs> yeah, like, like you would you would need to have a very large uterus to hold a, a full child.
2: It's not <laughs> like I'm birthing a giraffe.
1: <laughs> oh my god, April the fucking giraffe. Uh, I I, uh, I can't even. Mm, okay. Mm. Anyway, so it's the ultimate form of child abuse: abortion, and also that some women, these Alaskan Jezebels. Wait until they're in their second trimester to get an abortion so that they can go to Seattle for it. Whereas if they get an abortion in their first trimester, they can get it in Anchorage. So, like, I guess... Yeah. Like, I literally... I don't even have anything to say because I actually can't wrap my head around the logic.
2: of be, It's because they want to go to the big city just <laughs> go the shopping. Yeah, they want to see the sights. They want to see the Space Needle. They want to see the ferry boats. And and
1: maybe like also try not to bleed to death from their DNC. Like I mean that too. <laughs> like I don't think you're allowed to just go hop on a ferry boat after you get like a like a second trimester abortion. I like
2: I assume <laughs> not. I hope not. <laughs> I like. I think you need to lie down.
0: They want to go
2: to the Pike Place Market and see the guy throw the fish.
0: Like you're not even allowed to
1: drive yourself home from your
0: abortion. I I am convinced. <laughs> I I'm starting to become convinced that a lot of this is just trying to force you all to have babies because you oh, all yeah. aren't having enough babies.
1: Yeah, and you're you're looking at. I'm me.
0: I'm looking at you because you're the white one. I'm the white one. <laughs> 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 no, but if you think about it, like I'm. I'm start I'm and and before somebody's like, Well, it affects all women. They don't care about all women.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. The thing is if they want me to have white babies, they I gotta get some white sperm also. Like it's not just me. You know? I have to Well that's why they're gonna pair us up like the handmaid's. Well that's that's why. Too bad a lot of
2: white dudes are like the the fucking awful ones. Well,
1: yeah, this is the problem, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, this is the problem with white dudes is that they're awful.
0: <laughs> not all white dudes.
1: Hashtag not all white dudes. Uh,
0: and it's not uh, the black girl saying it. I'm just <laughs> I say nothing. I recuse myself.
1: Um, anyway, also like, uh, I, like the traveling, the traveling to Seattle from somewhere in Alaska, I also feel like is a, is a big trip. That would be like a lot if you weren't going to get an abortion. Like I barely want to go to Cuba when I'm like going somewhere hot and not pregnant.
0: I don't want to leave my house when I'm my period. Like, yeah, you know, right? like come on, <laughs> There's a struggle today. I was like, oh. I know, it's raining and like, it's raining. Fuck that. Like it's probably raining I'm in, in Alaska. Seattle.
2: <laughs> You also did your full makeup and you look wonderful. Did. Thank you. Thank probably, you. Probably it's probably like because you kind of felt like shit. You just wanted to feel pretty and yes. like nice. That's when
1: you gotta put on your lippy.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Well anyway, so there that misogynist of the week. You win, David Eastman. You win.
2: Woohoo! Here's a big old fuck you.
0: <laughs> you know what? We should have um, we should have some type of bum bum bum. Yeah. Or something.
1: Is this where we rate with our eye rolls? How many eye rolls are we gonna give David Eastman?
2: What's a, How many is it out of? Three.
0: One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many eye rolls?
1: I give him an eye roll. Oh, this is th-
2: – I think this is
0: a <laughs> three eye roll. This, this is, this is, three is piece. a 3 This is a three <laughs> it's eye a roll. It's a 3 uh, Great.
1: So <laughs> follow talk. us on Twitter. Tell <laughs> them, Erin, where to find us on
2: Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod. We're now on Facebook, as Erica mentioned, at Bad Plus Bitchy, And you can send us emails with comments and love notes and, you know, other fun things like articles because there's a lot of internet and we're just only three people and it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's also very stressful because the world (laughs) is awful. So you can email us at badandbpod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, to tell your friends, and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Stay bitchy. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Bad and busted. <laughs>